politics. Hey, this is Nate Bargetsy, and you're listening to Mouse and Weens. Hello. Okay, I, that was really awkward. I was trying to be really excited. Sorry. <laughs> We're both not, right? Are you? I mean, it's just we rush to get here. Hi, everybody. This is Mouse and Weens. Thanks again for joining us. But yeah, it was a rushy around day. I'm the mom one who drives children around from one activity to another. Today it was gymnastics and uh, and getting dinner. I have to make sure they have full bellies so that I can sit down and record so they don't come knocking at the door. But, and uh, she rescheduled three times today. Okay, now not coming out of the bat i did the first one for you i was ready to go you were freaking out about your day because you're julianne you had originally we had planned on one o'clock which was fine with me that was always going to be fine do you remember your freak out today one o'clock did not work for you you said can we do it at 12 i have to leave at one so you changed it to 12 oh yeah you're right (laughs) yes okay but and we have talked about this. I know. I only needed like 10 extra minutes. Though. I had 35. So I was like, can we start a little sooner? But then that was when you were like, I have just back to back. I mean, every minute counts. I was like, okay, we'll do it later then. This is our because... problem. We need to go to couples therapy for this because I don't want to step on your toes. Maybe you don't want to step on my toes. We're sisters. For those of you who can't tell, I do want to step on toes. Oh, no, I okay. just want to honor right. time time frames because I get latched onto a time and then I plan everything accordingly. And then often you will arbitrarily cancel. Okay, and it drives right. me. And and most of Los Angeles is like this. Okay, I'm so sorry it drives you crazy. I try so hard, but I do have three kids, three different schedules, and every I day understand. is a little bit different. So. I have yeah. deadlines. All of a sudden, I'm in a new world of uh, I work now. I have a job. I have a jobby job. I have to be there at a certain time, and I clock out at a certain time, and I pick up children at a certain time. Different worlds. Yeah. But the same. So I would love to hear from other podcasters. What is your schedule? I want to know if are we the only ones that are loosey-goosey all over the place, or, or should we be tighter? Do we like it this way? I like routine. I'm getting old. <laughs> I know. I like what it to be to fly by the seat of the pants. Weens. Not I'm anymore. Old just well, because what happens, I'm so freaking all over the place that I like have this vision in my mind of a time and it works. And then I plan everything else around that one time that I have to be available to be accountable. Maybe I'm like hyper accountable because I used to be kind of flaky. Mm. And so I realize other people have to wait for me and I don't like jerking people around. So I try to be very precise and on time because I also realize, but then what happens is I'll like anticipate that time coming up all day long. I'll be like, oh, two, I have to do that thing. Oh, at two, I have to show up at two. I have to make sure I'm there. So then, and then you can't focus on anything else. Are you I the mean, little old lady going to the doctor's yes. office? <laughs> I'm like the little old lady. Well, yeah, I try when it's personal to, if other people are involved, I try to honor them so much that I don't want to screw up that I kind of obsess about not putting uh, the other person out or screwing up that then, but they'll just cancel on but me. Then you the get time. so pissed, but it was only like one 10 minute adjustment. And then this ended up being. Well, okay. I had to, I was a little more late on this end because I have to feed my whole family. Otherwise they're knocking at the door. Mom, what's for dinner? So what do you want? Like, this is, it's fucking hard to plan and have a family and have a job now. Honestly, I'm, yeah. it's a lot, man. I, I wrote an email. We're trying to figure out a girlfriend's birthday and celebrate her. We're trying to figure out how to fit in a friend's giving. I have a, another trip coming up. I have to squeeze in. Everything's getting rearranged. And uh, dude, it's crazy. And I, I said, I wish I could go back to the days when I just had a little baby and that was my one job. And we would, what are we going to do with the baby today? The naps, the play, play dates, 
and the occasional going out with other moms. It was so easy. Now they're all also, you were very mellow during the pandemic. You liked your little house on the prairie life. I did. And now you're back to craziness. Yes. Although it's always been busy. It was just a different type of busy. Now this is like a physical driving busy. And before it was a just schedules busy. This is a great episode. I am so glad we're here talking about time management. Anyone else dealing with this? Please write in. I don't want to feel alone. I honestly, I wonder if there's something wrong with me that I can't. um, I don't know. There's also more traffic these days. Okay, let's stop. This is boring. Oh, my God. Annoying. We don't have to talk about this. But yes, there's something with you and time management that might. We could look at this. It's not the first time this has happened. I will just say it's historical. I like you You know what it is. I'm also Hmm. optimistic. I think I can get across town in 15 minutes because that's how it always was, except more people are moving here. There's more traffic. So I need to give myself more driving time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to think about people needing food. Forgot about that. Yeah. That's understandable. That's good. I think the first step is admitting. Very good, Joel. All right. Okay. Now you give yourself more time could also be adjustable. Maybe knowing that I have a crazy schedule and kids with needs and drivers that don't drive themselves yet. And so maybe you could be like a window. It doesn't have to be one o'clock exact. It could be plus or minus 15 minutes because we know that to make Joel at one o'clock be there exactly is tough. I'd be willing yeah. to do that. And we've just communicated so I can do a window. It'll be like a delivery window. I like it. I am a plumber. Here's my crack. I <laughs> give you four hours. I will be there at some point during these four hours. Sorry. Well, that's how that's it right. is. That's all right. You know what I okay. think about clocks and schedules? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I know this about you. Double when did that happen? <laughs> I don't like people telling me what to do, man. This is a new revelation. I realized I'm, um, yeah, rebelling against people Time. telling me what to do. Really? I like being in charge. Yeah. Where did I, you find this out? Uh, we went to Scottsdale, you and I, <laughs> on our big road trip. And uh, we went to the She Podcast Conference. This is a conference for female podcasters. But, um, yeah, we got there. We had our whole thing, but Joelle really wanted to go into this vendor area. So it's a room and you walk in and you're basically walking into a sales pitch at every little station. <laughs> I mean, they were very sweet. They're all really lovely and wonderful. And but, but to walk over and get the t-shirt or get the sticker, you have to exchange some information. You talk yeah. a little, you know? Yeah. So there was like a a podcast hosting thing like Burberry or Blueberry. <laughs> That's our Blueberry. host. Yeah. Blueberry? Blueberry. But they took out all the vowels. It's like a cool, okay. cool way to spell it. Okay. So that and then like microphones. <laughs> yeah. You were calling it Burberry because you worked there and sold scarves or something, right? I worked at Burberry in New York. Yeah. <laughs> at the advertising agency for them. Um, that was Rich Richmond Lipton and Green. That's what Ooh. I had to answer the phone. Um, <laughs> now you walk through these little boothy areas, and each little booth has a different service for podcasting. That's what it is. So Joelle, we keep stopping, and I, you know, didn't really necessarily want to go, except they had some treats. So I was going for the chocolate and maybe a <laughs> cup. I was happy, but I also f- felt guilty. But um, and you, did you just toot? No, that's I have a squeaky chair. So no, oh. and then um. So Joe, I'm just going with the flow. And then as I'm going, I just start to like ask some questions. And Joelle, meanwhile, is just like, oh, oh. well, again, I know everything. I didn't know that. Yeah. So for those of you, we're going to pull back the veil a little bit. For those of you who don't know about our podcast, I'm kind of the behind the scenes. She does uh, everything. The IT person, you know, figuring out all the systems, posting all the stuff Um Weens is a great editor. She originally did all her editing, but then since school kind of, and I wanted to learn too. So I watched over her shoulder and learned how to edit. So I've taken over yes. editing, but okay, wait. So back to the conference. So Sweet Weens is walking around the sweet vendor, wiener. Sweet Wiener 
walking around the vending area because everything's new to you. And this is why I kind of wanted to get you there too. So you could see like, we're not alone sitting in our rooms on a microphone. It actually is this huge community. It's an industry. There's people with vested interests that want to help us who also want our money, but they do everybody's. And it's such a great community online. Everybody's so supportive. They're really, I haven't, I've maybe heard like one or two kind of backstabby things that have happened. We had a questionable thing a long time ago, but uh, it's super supportive. People are there for each other. It's kind of like independent indie art rise up. You know, we all want yeah. each other to win. Um, so, but you were starting to get a taste of that. You were walking around talking to people, you were picking up cups and candy I just and then shirts. Yeah. But you were like, Oh, this product sounds really great. Tell me about your service. And I was kind of like, we're on a little bit of a schedule. I want to get over and see this thing and do that thing. We were trying to record. So yeah, I was sort of pulling at your sleeve and, oh, but I didn't feel the pulling. You didn't pull. If you pulled, I would have gone. Well, I'm standing there awkwardly going, hi, we're making on contact and I just stole your cup. I guess I'll <laughs> ask you about your product. I don't Which have is good. That cold distant snake like thing that you do <laughs> where i can just say bye thank you we don't need your services yeah, and walk away you eat their reese's and then you just blow them i off. did no eating i really didn't go I, for the I swag did. i did want to talk to a couple of people about uh well you needed to, we needed a stay... code word we're like in couples therapy again when you go Burberry. to the dinner <laughs> dinner party we need the code word to signal cut the combo yeah Let's scoot. Let's go to the next thing. Because you're so sweet. You're you're the eternal interviewer, and you wanted to I know everybody's story. You were great though. No, everybody loves you. It's so fun to talk to you and easy to talk to you. And that's the personable part of Mouse and Wings when we're together. Aww, so I love you. Suddenly, I love you again. Oh, keep talking. See, you're the human right. side. I'm the robot. Point. Dun, dun, dun. To the end of the row, there was this beautiful couch. It was this oversized Alice in Wonderland multicolored patch couch, and it was so cute, and it was meant to uh, very Instagrammable emasculate you, the aggressive <laughs> mouse over there. And uh, so it was such a cute photo. And then I could tell she was mad. You're like, Mom, I could see it the second you have a snirk in your eye. And I was then just ready to go. You just wanted to go. And I was like, let me take your picture on this couch. It's what it's meant for. It's so cute. And you were like... I don't want anyone telling me what to do. And then I took your picture and you were flipping off the camera and you were really mad. So Spread you eagle. it's it's Spread an eagle. embarrassing picture. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll and, post and it, it was real. That was real pissed <laughs> offness. And I had no idea why. It's like uh, sitting through a long church service when you know that you don't believe in God as you don't either. Heathen. <laughs> oh, what is anyway. happening right now? No, you know, it's any situation where you're stuck and you just want to go. And then someone's like, oh, wait, stay stuck one more moment. And you're like, bah, I just broke. So that yeah. was that. But then we came together and we took really nice. But I think you fakey, said, fakey I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to breathe. Just oh. wanted to go. Well, we never I, did I get, get to it. our recording. We missed, I, I only went to three sessions. I didn't go to a whole lot. But I did spend time with the ladies at Brilliant Observations, which was a great mm -hmm. bonus. I knew they were going to be there. So I was kind of hoping we'd see them and hopefully hang out and get to know them face to face because we yeah. know them online. I listen to their podcast. You listen to not as yeah. much. You're they're, more of the. No, they're so, awesome. Yeah. They're super wonderful people. It was so nice to see them in person. I know. I know. So we really bonded and I got to ask all my behind the scenes questions. Okay. Like, how do you guys do it? Cause they really are a lot like you and I where one does mm. more of the back uh, end of things. And yeah, anyway, so the dynamics were really yes. fun and, yeah. and we wanted to get pictures with them and maybe even chat with them and record it if we could, but alas, our day just frittered away. And, yes. uh, but it was good. We had fun. We, yeah. this is the conference in Scottsdale, Arizona called yeah. she podcasts live and all ladies. Yeah. And Jess, Jessica Kupferman and Elsie Escobar run that conference. And Jessica used to be a host on brilliant observations. So it's very intermingled. Everybody knows everybody. And Amy, one of the co-hosts on brilliant observations gave a really good talk on 
you know, the sins, the top six sins of podcasting, and then the top 10 rules of podcasting. Do you remember a couple? Um, be authentic. Bad audio. Bad audio. Yeah. No, the authentic part really struck me because like us being uh, anonymous the first year, Amy, she also has a whole side uh, business where she um, consults people in marketing and she didn't want her clients to know that here they are talking about this dirty thing and that dirty thing as we do. And uh, she thought, you know, she might lose clients from it, but she finally, she slipped actually told her most worrisome client about her podcast. She listened, loved it. And then asked her, paid her to launch her oh, podcast. So it all works it. out. So yeah. being authentic is a huge, uh, a huge lesson we learned too. Yeah. And I, and I do kind of wish I could merge my, cause I have the business Facebook, Joe Khan, and then I have my regular Facebook, which is Joelle Khan. And I wish I could merge them together because I really am all one person and mm-hmm. I could just share in one spot, everything, yeah. but I don't know. In the beginning, we were just you know, I guess coming from a place of fear, like what are people going to think of us? They're going to judge us. I like us. how you say we, because I was not a part of this. You were worried about this. True, but you were too. You didn't. I'm very confrontational today, huh? Sorry. Yeah, really. Mm, mm, mm. How's that period? No, I'm kidding. No, it's, I'm not going to no, be that person. Bad. It's oh. probably. <laughs> it really was. Part of Remember, the- I was crying on the because I was Whoa. stuck in traffic going to your house. That was the Poor start thing. of it. Yeah. Can't take it though. I think it's pandemic, thin skin. Yeah, still because I haven't really gotten out. Well, yeah, it's a whole big people. There was a whole article I think New York Times about the impact this has had on people who aren't realizing it as they go back into the world. Um, I mean, that's why I think the film business did the striking. Everybody is seeing what it you know the nice parts of the ease and comfort, and now people are going back into traffic and flipping out and going back to the grind and they're not taking yeah. it. Some people aren't going back to work at all. Do they do- said that the rudeness of people to waiters and flight staff, flight attendants and things is through the roof. Like I forget the number, you know, yeah. quadruple whatever it was before the incidents that they have to yeah. take note of. Uh, tell me more about the strike. I want to hear about this and what's the status of it. For those of you that and- don't know, Wayne's over here. Julianne is a locations person in TV and film and is part of a union and uh, was took the whole pandemic off really, but now things are starting back up. So what happened? I think everybody went back to work and they aren't taking it. So the IATSE, which is the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, and they were asking for better wages and more turnarounds. We only have an eight hour turnaround, which means you only get. Well, yeah. What were your average days? Like when you were on a big film shoot, what was that average day like for you? Films, 14 to 16 hour days, 16 hour days and often 18 or 20. Yeah. 18 to 20. That's only four hours to eat, sleep, shower, do all your stuff. And drive home. And a lot of times you weren't close to the set, but often you're, you know, if it was like my location, you know everything. You're the only person that knows all the ins and outs of your place. So you get there early. You have to open it. You have to actually open fences and let people in, the whole crew. So you let 100 people, 150 people in the actual location. Then you're there to make sure everything goes well. And the company starts filming. Everything's smooth. Right. Security then, shows up and yeah, whatever needs to happen, firemen. Policeman. Yeah, everything, neighbors, anything that goes wrong, you're making sure it stays afloat. So a lot of times you don't leave until you're way into the day, until you're almost about to wrap, which you might have been there four hours before you started filming. And they always film 12 hour days, oftentimes 14, because the director might you know need pickup shots. So you go into 14 hours, sometimes 16 hours. That's why I am a little bit of a disgruntled employee. Yeah. And I'm just burnt out. But with the other, like most of the guys, this whole thing happened because the streaming shows like Apple TV and whatever, all the streaming channels are, it was like the Wild West. Nobody knew 
what to do with it. So there's never really great rules put in place. It was kind of mm. kind of like the internet. It comes out, everyone uses it, and then they start cracking down on, wait, they're getting all this stuff for free. Wait, we have to... So there hasn't been a crackdown, and now these producers and things, they're just able to work people without the rates Slavery. for people. Yeah, That's it was bad. getting really nasty. So now they're asking for like 10-hour turnarounds, which means you can be off the clock and have 10 hours until you show up the next day for work. Good. So hopefully that will stick. And yeah, because before, and that was the negotiated resolution, right? I think they haven't, I don't know if it's all released yet, but that's what they said that they got with their, what they wanted. They're happy with it. And now all the union members, you know, have to thumbs up it too. Yeah. But the head of the IATSE said it's a good deal. And the producer said we're happy. So good. Wow. Yes. Weans. So Crazy. If you Maybe. decide to go back. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So when you guys are waiting for your Marvel movie to come out and you're like, they said it was going to be released this summer. What's taking so long? Please be patient because the cast <laughs> and crew, they need a sane hour. Well, cast probably isn't the same. I bet they let them come in four hours and then leave, right? Is yeah, there, are there get, hours crazy? No. Well, they have trailers. So even if they, yeah, they have crazy True. hours. A lot of times they will be in makeup for four hours. And there's some of their, sometimes if they have a lot of makeup, they'll be there four yeah. hours before everybody else. But they get to sleep in the trailer and, you know, it's not ideal. They're also getting paid a lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the craziest makeup thing that you've seen when you were working on TV or movie? Uh, Let me think. I guess the Aquabats were so cool with their costumes and makeup. They were super fun. The Aquabats Super Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had just really fun 1950s crazy you know, whatever, a floating eye in the sky and like weird <laughs> gerbil creatures and like a giant potato bug kind of things. And <laughs> so we those were always really fun. We had that huge ant uh, and you let me bring the kids to the set one time. And I have a picture of little Elliot, little tiny Elliot head with this huge ant uh, set of fangs or pictures yeah. or whatever over him. That was so cool. That was the yeah. man ant. Yeah. I think. Man ant. Nice. There's yeah, that. and then I remember um, we shot the Inception movie over at Leo uh, Carrillo Beach, and there was the elevator, the scene with the elevator on the sand, and that was just like, I guess that wasn't makeup, sorry, but that still was really cool. Effects. Yeah, yeah, I loved Inception because it was also exciting to work on a Chris Nolan film, and and then I turned down the Batman's because I was in New York helping uh, Rachel with her grandma who had Alzheimer's, but. Aww. Um, those would have been fun too. What was wait, Inception was who's the actor in it? I'm so bad. DiCaprio. With yes. He you sent me a picture from way far away and you zoomed in as much as you could and you kind of like circled it and you're like, there he is. It's Leo. <laughs> <laughs> At Leo Creo Beach. I know. I always Joel loves the celebrity photos. So Any I always make celebrities. it celebrities. Yeah. On it'll always have to be sneaky. I have to pretend like I'm on the phone and then I'll have to take a picture. And I told Joelle, no, you can't post this anywhere. And I don't. I hang on yes. to him until way after. Yeah. Can I finally post the um, Nathan Fillion at the yes. craft services? Oh, great. I've been waiting Good. on that one. Yay. And I think I gave you the Always Sunny in Philadelphia guys, too, or something. With Oh, what was I that? I worked on the Mick oh, with okay. um, yeah, yeah. the main lady from Always Sunny, which I forget her name, Kristen Johnson. Ugh. Anyway, okay. nice. point, point um, is... You are going to get some sleep now if you ever go back to work doing that, but you are too busy. As I'm going to move is. in with you. Yes, move in. I'm starting to get nervous because I'm like, I'm making a huge life change right now and I'm starting to get freaky, like anxiety. Really? Yeah. Because I either go back to work or I don't. And if yeah. I don't, I'm going to start, I'm going to have no income and start, it's going to be nuts, but then that but- will push you forward into a whole new direction. That's right. I know. Get, face your fears to make the big change, right? And then uh, see what comes from it. This is fun, what though. If it's... Any change you make is always change backable. You can yeah, that's always... true. I forget about that. Yeah, it's not life and death. Like, it's very gray. You can make new changes and new decisions. But don't I back. bounce around? Because I'm always bouncing from place to place. No. And I was just 
but I have a whole house that's settled in. Everything's like in the right place. Everything's yeah. in the right place. Do you know that one? No. But um, so what do you do when you are going to uproot yourself again? What do you do when you're going to uproot? I, I would say lean into it. I would say adventure. I'm going to make a new room. I'm going to unpack my things in a new way. It's a chance to clean things out and start afresh. And I'm going to be doing this in your house. Great. Do it. I could use a change too. Let's clean out all the closets. Really? Junk a bunch of stuff. I can digitize <laughs> all those photos that are in that one closet. But imagine our, the beginning of our talk and how what if you hey you know what every day your, your family if we have problems we'll hash it out it's okay you just have to promise to squeeze those lids shut on the food that's it that's the easy thing. peasy yeah wow thanks joe sure what a it's gift. happening let's do really? it really yeah <laughs> mouse and weeds forever mouse and weeds in the house oh do i have to great. use normal deodorant you also yelled at me yes. at the conference because i'm using patchouli like weird natural deodorant. oh those pits <laughs> i love you but you're very hippie and and it's natural great there's no aluminum i think aluminum might have something to do with how it works because <laughs> it's it's cute no you're good i loved our hike you don't smell you don't smell it's very earthy earthy yes natural Okay, yeah, musky, well, we like a little skunk just ran by <laughs> from the earth. <laughs> just kidding. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Uh, can we insert some of our clips from our hike here? Because yeah. we, we recorded some pretty funny stuff. All right, let's. Okay, uh, we went to Camelback Mountain, which mom has. She was very. When I talked to her, she, okay. I'm, well, I don't want to say anything. No, set it up. Her. Go ahead. What? What? She, I said, hey, so we went to Scottsdale. I said, have you ever been there? She said, yes. Oh, and I go, oh, well, it was, it was really beautiful. We went to this Camelback mountain. She said, that's the only mountain that's there in all of Scottsdale. So we went to the only place that came out of the earth and was different than the hot, flat rest of everything. <laughs> and so, boy, did we uh, hit that hot spot. Everybody was there. It was what? Seven o'clock. Yeah. We Sunday? Nobody, nobody would be out in LA. There'd be two people in all yeah. of Griffith Park. But it was hopping. Yeah. Was, so and loud voices of people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So let's listen to some clips here. Also, at the end of the clips, I'm going to play our um, dream dinners. So Ooh. here we go. Everybody buy dream dinners. It's my favorite thing ever. OK, here we go. Hey, we're in the car with wind. She says, doesn't it look like one of those butt plugs? <laughs> I was like, or a nose. Where did you come up with that? It's just. Like, why does your brain go straight to there? And you're like, well, you know, you're the one that buys all the sex toys. Look at that. It looks like the end of the vibrator with the, the little dilly-dally that goes up the rear. I don't even know what you're talking about. And then she claimed not to know anything about... I don't about know anything about sex, sex toys, toys or anything. So I had to remind her about her... Uh, this is what she did just now, folks. Because you were the one who did like a shopping spree with your little cart all revved up, zoom, zoom, <laughs> and went through the aisles pulling down paraphernalia. Yeah. Sure. And then we're going to talk about the. <laughs> I did do that. It was because they put me for panic attacks on Ativan, and I was out of my mind. And then I went to the doctor the next time. He's like, oh, by the way, don't go on any shopping sprees. People are known to get married. They sign contracts and don't do any of that stuff. This stuff. And I was like, stuff you could have told me yesterday before I spent $600 at a sex shop. But one of the things I got for some reason were these little clampy tassel boob things. I was like, wee! I never wore them, but I made Joelle try one. And it just hurt. So you got these big National Geographic ankle shooter boobs with like a weird bird beak stuck to it. It's really like, ow! With like a little ostrich ball at the end. So just... This didn't make any sense. Anyway, you have to make a left. Wait, why are we stopping? Because I don't like people crunching behind me. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it feels like someone's creeping up. I'm going to have to get my... Do it quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except then I slip. <laughs> and here we are in lovely Scottsdale. I would like you to notice um, Teet's uh, peaks with 
two little nipple tassels on the top. <laughs> they're, they're ostrich feather pants. Look, one's a little bigger than the other, as we all are, you know, happens. Very right. beautiful. Welcome to the potty in beautiful Scottsdale. This one is has a gross brain. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, me too. <laughs> We are sponsored by Dream Dinners. Go to dreamdinners.com and enter Mouse and Weens 99 at checkout if you're in the local area of Poway or San Marcos, and you will get $99 off your first order and free delivery if you choose it, or you can go pick it up. It is such a game changer, you guys. Dream Dinners has really changed our family mealtime. We make meals together, we sit down together. I feel confident that they're healthy foods, and the kids can even make them. My husband can make them. It's a really fun, wonderful service. I've been using it for three years, and I finally approached them and said, let's make this a business arrangement because I talk about you all the time anyway. So here we are. You save an average of $200 a month off your grocery bill if you sign up for Dream Dinners, which isn't a subscription service. It really is a ad hoc. You can choose it monthly. Uh, whenever you want to stop, you can stop. So there's no subscription. Um, you only have to come in and pick up your meals once a month or have them delivered, but you will get a good bunch of meals in your freezer that you can thaw out and use as you see fit. This is perfect for people who have likes, dislikes, and allergies, and you can insert special instructions for your meals. And it really will change your lifestyle. You guys, please do go try it, mouseandweens.com. We have a quick link to give you your $99 off, or you can go to dreamdinners.com, choose your location. They are nationwide. And if you are in our local area, enter Mouse and Weans 99 and get free delivery and $99 off your first order. What did you think of the whole conference and the experience? I would like to announce that I like people. Mm. I like groups of people. I like being in the energy of groups of people. I may have tipped over. I wasn't sure if I was an introvert or an extrovert. I'm pretty darn sure I'm an extrovert. I really enjoy meeting people, being around people. I love that energy. What about you? That was my takeaway was people need people. People who need people. We really do, which is why I considered moving to your place because I'm super isolating right now and I think it might be healthier and a better fit for all humans if you can yes with some people that's right and more uh, on this for the patrons of our show we are going to do a deep dive into why weens might want to move uh but patrons only patreon.com backslash mouse and weens yeah, I'm excited to have you come down now before oh. Halloween. We can get some spooky stuff in. We're going to the Haunted Trail. We're going to... Um, when? You can help me in the garden. Uh, the Haunted Trail is very cool in Balboa Park, by the way. If there's any local San Diegans, yes. it's a really neat, uh, at least when I went 10 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a mile long trail or something, and it winds through the dark Balboa Park uh, trees and pads. Ah. And they hire people to jump out at you and scare you. They have this weird bus at the end with like zombie nuns or something. I don't know. Oh you my gosh. To, that's how you have to exit. You have to walk through the bus. Oh full no. Of all these bodies. Yeah. Uh. So it's super creepy. I realized. So I did the haunted hayride with the girls here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was cool. It was uh, Jennifer Mattins and uh, about five other ladies, six other ladies, Cindy, wow. Debbie. Uh, Cindy, yeah. Debbie, Ricky, and Mike. If I like a girl, who cares who you like? <laughs> you just did this down. again. <laughs> you can't have me say any name without you going. Cindy's R&B, guys. You, I was like, who know. is that? Belle Bid DeVoe? No, I have to look it up. I can't remember. Okay. Ronnie? You told me that. Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Okay. Anyway, it was very, it was very like that. And I realized my default this time, because usually it was Tourette syndrome cussing when anyone's scared. <laughs> and I thought that would happen. And I kind of warned everyone. I go, I'm sorry. Who was it? New, New edition. edition. Oh, Thank you. Cool, cool it now. now. Yes. Um, but yeah, but that's good. Are you better now? This is my new thing. And I think it's because I've been alone so long. I just go, oh, come on. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've turned into this weird curmudgeon old lady. It, I heard the video back and someone would scare the crap out of me. And I go, oh, come on. <laughs> it's it's so like odd. Maude, you're B. Arthur over there. Yes. Just not having is. any. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But it was oh. all fear. That was just. Oh, bad. yeah. Yeah. You get mad with fear. Remember the dental episodes? We've talked about how you just get angry. Yes. And meanwhile, I have panic attacks and cry. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay, good. Well, and how are the other ladies? It was fun. Everybody was just having fun. Yeah. A couple of the scared ones like me sat in the middle of the hayride and they drive you around through all this wackiness. Mm-hmm. And the coolest ones, which Balboa Park has, is when they have the fog where you really can't see anything in front of you. And on mm-hmm. one of the haunted hayrides, the fog was up to the edge of the hayride thing we're on because they actually pull you with the tractor through griffith park mm-hmm. but um it was really through a parking lot they moved oh. it so it was less cool but um uh-huh. but people pop their heads up out of the fog right next to you so that was like scary and they do that at the haunted trail you're gonna be in fog <laughs> i think that's the best effect and then they'll oh do God. the jump scare noises oh the freakiest uh. one the guy had a buzzsaw they had the and chasing <sighs> you with a Ooh. Ooh. all right it's i'm gonna right in your face i'm gonna post the pictures that came around i think last year of they had some haunted house somewhere that would flash pictures of people right when they got jump scared <laughs> probably with a noise too yeah i could and tell because they had their ears covered speaking of flash pictures ooh, what about our red light in scottsdale oh <laughs> you tell that story Oh, no. I, I don't no. know what's going to show up in the mail, but we were zooming down one of the highways trying to get to the conference before the we big meaning pit. Joe. Yeah, I was behind the wheel. I was in the big old suburban and we were trying to make it in time for the pajama party at the She Podcast Live thing. This was the big kickoff party. Everybody shows up in their PJs. Uh, Weens didn't get the memo. So what, what were you going to wear for PJs? You had like my G1 PJ suit of just like underwear and a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was okay, but it was all wrinkled. I ended up ironing it and didn't even go. Anyway. Oh, wait, wait. I had my we're so late. I go had ahead. my sloth bottoms. Oh, That's right. yes. All right. Go to Instagram. I think it's an Instagram IGTV. It's a sloth sexy pajama. dance pajama dance for you. Yeah. Right. So go Which to someone revealed that they were watching it and they actually got excited about it. <laughs> It was like your sex night um, with your husband <clears throat> when you're wearing your follow llama. My PJs. follow llamas. You never know what PJs might. Uh, might... They were Christmas llamas with little scarves of yeah, Christmas. They're very the one that sexy. Got Kirk's your hubby all excited. No, he just doesn't care anymore. He says, eh, whatever, take it off. <laughs> this is merry no. life. So we're going through this light. We're going through all these intersections and yada, yada, just talking. And in California, when a light turns yellow, if you have time, you will slow down and stop, as I usually do. Well, I was committed. This is a heavy ass suburban going nice and fast. It turned yellow. If I had tried to stop, I would have been slamming on the brakes. Agree? Yeah. 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 So it made sense to zoom through. And I know or I remembered from driving school and all that that once you're in the intersection, when it's yellow, yeah. you're fine. As long as your front wheels are in, right? And then it turned red kind of as my back wheels were crossing the other crosswalk. But dun, da, 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 there was a big flash of light, right? As I was saying, <laughs> woohoo, because we made it through. <laughs> and this huge flash of light. And it does the thing with the old fashioned cameras where it goes digga, 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 splash, right? So we had a few pre lights flashing in our eyes. And I think that made both of us go, huh? With open like mouth, drop jawed, like oh yeah, oh, <laughs> and then boosh, the big flash, yeah. and that might Not be good. the picture that shows up in the mail. Is weens and mouse sitting there going, huh? Because <laughs> <laughs> be- we're both like, oh fuck, yeah. That, you know, there's a million lights here. I see all the cameras all the time yeah. that happen, but they do it anymore. They don't I think flash they- you, blind you, man. No, they we never crashed. I think they don't use them because there were so many discrepancies. I think they got rid of them here. I hope they do too. Mom had to fight one in Arizona, I think, and she got hers thrown out. But you have to go yeah. back to that court to fight it. Anyway, I wasn't going to tell Dave. He just he teases me about anything that costs money, and then he hangs it over my head for years. It's a whole thing. So I'm like, you know what? He doesn't need to know. I'm the one that gets the mail. I'll just grab it, pay it. Oh, well, one of my credit cards. He doesn't look at the statements. 
It's my credit card. We'll find out if uh, he listens to the podcast. What happens? <laughs> but it's not a good test because I oh. actually, I did tell him last night. Oh, so I was honest. laying there and yeah, at first he goes, Joel, Joel, Joel. Oh, the shame. And then I'm like, okay, buddy, Mr. Run Red Lights. He's the worst. I'm like, you totally would have run that. No, I would. Bullshit. Yes, you would have. And I know you get red light tickets. And he's like, actually, I'm pretty professional at getting red light tickets. He gets a lot. And I think wow. he does the same thing. He quick pays them too. So <gasps> there's some couples the therapy thing. for you. We need You're a very to, uh, speedy couple. Be more honest with each other. I'm usually not. But anyway, that one's for the books. We'll see if it shows up. If it does, yeah. I will definitely be posting that. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be our new one. cover photo. But, um, okay, best part of the conference yes. that you loved. And okay, can you tell anyone anything, first of all, about that? And then what you want to tell them about podcasting? There's a lot of people who ask me how to get into it. Yeah. I don't well, want to tell them that you know everything because then they'll ask you. No, I mean, there's so many resources out there. There's a million Facebook groups. Everybody's so nice and kind and they'll point you in the right direction. So, yeah, if anyone does want to start a podcast, you're listening to this and you think, wow. I could do that. Listen to these bozos. I can do what they're doing. Uh, I will point you in the right direction. Point you? I'll point you in the right direction. Um, but I would say takeaways from this really were kind of when you're doubting yourself and that little inner voice is saying, why are you doing this? Just give up. I mean, it's stupid. You've only got this many downloads, blah, 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 blah. All the self-talk that we do that talks us out of something, imposter syndrome, right? I, who am I to be telling people what to do? Look around and know that all these other people are doing it with gusto and you can be too. And there's all these supports for you and your voice is important. And we all have something to say and we're all important to be out there in the world. And so get your voice out. Even if you're helping I don't know, 10 people with whatever your skill is. If you're going to teach them something, if you're going to make them laugh, if you're just going to commiserate with them, um, talking about movies, whatever it is, get it out there. And it's easy. They've made it so easy for you now. You can. I will say, though, I just heard a podcast of two ladies and they're doing well now. They were interviewed on Brene Brown. They just wrote a book about friendship. And the whole concept was how difficult it is to you have to make a lot of effort in friendships and, yeah. um, and a lot of people in this culture, especially say that you do, uh, they think it's a quick, easy thing. Like you mm. should just have friends and your primary person, family and your partner, mm. you know, all the friends we put secondary here in this culture usually. But anyway, point is they said they showed up every week. They set a schedule. They stuck to it regardless. And Brene Brown was saying that too, that, their motto was the train will leave at this time and whether you're on it or not, it's going. So mm. show up and do it every week. And they finally got traction after like eight years. It was a long time. I think so. that's it. Yeah. It's, it's that slow build for, for podcasts that are really independent and, you know, we're not out there. We never have bought followers. We're not going to pay a producer or an editor probably ever. I don't know. I mean, shit. <laughs> I know <laughs> we're stuck doing this, but hopefully it'll get out there. And the people that need to hear us and be friends with us and get something from us will find us and then tell their friends. So if you are one of those people, do tell your friends. That's the number one thing that I remember from uh, from the podcast conference is, you know, talk about podcasts. Tell your friends to listen. Just talk about it. Talk about wherever you are. This is who you are. I'm a podcaster. Don't just say, oh, I do this silly thing on the side. Say, own it. Like, Which is I, what we both do. So we, I know. and you do too. And I that know. lady called you on that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Wait, you were like, lady? oh, it's just a hobby. Remember we had dinner at the conference with the lady who was, um, I don't know anything. Oh, what Asa? The, yeah. The, yeah. Advertising. Yeah. Right. The way I introduced it was like, oh, you know, small potatoes. We're, we're nobody. But uh, yeah, she was like, wait, yep. Yes, you are. So, right. Self-check. Are we going to, are, are we doing stuff with her? 
Yeah, we're already in that network. I might look what into What impresses it more. you, Joelle? <laughs> what makes you want to say, I want to no, work No, they you. do have impressive stuff. I reached out to the manager of it and I, I'm like, I want to find like-minded podcasts so we can all share audiences because I think that's mm-hmm. key too, is if we find podcasts like Brilliant Observations, we're kind of the same type of podcast. We like having fun and talking and we get a little real, but mostly goofy and so their listeners should be listening to us. Our listeners should be listening to them. Let's kind of put it all together and grow together. Same with Lisa and Sam. I shake my head with Lisa and Sam. They're of that. Um, the girls at Book of Lies, like all these kind of female pocket. And we love our our dudes at, at Podfix too. Um, yeah. And they're super supportive too. And so many yeah. great duos there. So I don't want to dis- exclude all the guys, but um, but there's something special about women rising up and lifting our voices because societally we're pretty quiet this gender kind of takes the back seat so it's nice to so we can get some ladies around yeah 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 and they are they have women but yeah we need to uh represent so yeah that's great yay so was that your takeaway was to uh show up for that train was it an accountability thing or yeah i think so that's why also i was taking my one o'clock appointment very seriously Uh, because also i thought we were setting like a hundred percent like we are doing this we are kicking it off this week but i understand things happen and i could be flexible (laughs) oh well i was telling you every single time i changed it and i would change it like 15 minutes before this is the story of my life in los angeles too because it's Mm. been just a little buggy lately with uh I'll do the same thing at like five o'clock i have to do the thing where i take a walk around the lake with that person and okay and i'll niche out everything and then people have been canceling like 10 yeah. minutes before and i'm just like why it's not a big deal but your brain maybe i'm more of a ocd type that just kind of latches on to like or maybe i'm a just number old. i've got it, a doctor's appointment at four o'clock next week wednesday and then well this is good on. though this really is a flip of the script because we as a family i speak for me and mom i guess used to be like, Julianne, are you coming to this dinner? And it was like, well, I think so, but I don't know. And we stopped thinking you would make it. We started planning on, she won't be here. If she does show up, great bonus, but we're setting our, our bar here. She won't show up because you used to not show up. You waited till the last minute to figure out the best plans or, or whatever was going on. And so it was always, yay, bonus. And we finally got that figured out. We were like, yeah, this is great. No expectations. And um, and now you're the one that has expectations for other people. So you've really come full circle, Weens. I have to hand it to you. And you are, you do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to be there, you are there, which is very good. So thank you. Tra-la-la. Here we Someone's go. Someone's adulting. I you was going to write a book called Adulting in Your 40s. Nice. <laughs> Probably already right. exists. There's so many out there. I know. Weens, you're the best. I'm sorry. I if love you. Strong, but you know, love is hard sometimes. What are you going to do? Love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. Did All you right. ever get into Pat Benatar's? No, oh. but her cousin was our PE teacher. At really? High school. Her brother. Yeah. Mr. Oh. Benatar. That was her. Oh, brother. Forget it. I don't know. Anyway. I would like to say thank you to all of our listeners. If you do want to tell your friends, we would love it. And we do want to grow, right? We're not just yeah. small potatoes. We do want to grow. And we want this We're to be big shit. Thing. We are. We're big potatoes. Really big. Like the one on your head. A nice hey. bun. We are on YouTube. We're on Instagram at Mouse and Weens. You can find everything at mouseandweens.com. Uh, please use Dream Dinners 99 if you're San Diego and get $99 off. That's a great thing. Support our sponsor. Anything else, Weens? No, I think uh, I love you. Yeah, all right you, in, you guys. All those people listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. This This does jazz us up. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. You're so hot. You're on fire. But you can't turn me as cold as ice. Cause you're a liar. You're so bad. 
listen ever wonder why your mom is so bossy well we do all the time that's why we created our podcast love these mother-daughter talks with Bryn and flynn through a series of open and honest conversations flynn and i hope to deepen our understanding of each other and help other parents and children deepen their understandings of what goes on in their day-to-day struggles (laughs) and more we are officially now on the podfix network Also, find us anywhere you download your podcasts. Hey, Flynn, I love these mother-daughter talks. Me too. Let's see you in our next episode. Hello, I am Saf Chagrin, podcast maven and president of the Podfix Network. And, I am here to let a cat out of the bag. This November, the Podfix Network will be participating in something I think you will get a kick out of. It's called Napod Pomo, or National Podcast Post Month. Every day of the month, we will be busy as bees, as we bring you the Podfix phrase of the day. Each member of the Podfix network will introduce you to a simple phrase or idiom by filling in the blanks on its origin, and even teach some old dogs new tricks by helping you use them in your day-to-day lives. Now, in order to really make a mountain out of this molehill, and ensure this isn't just for the birds, the Podfix network will be giving away a prize pack each week for someone who can show they used any of the phrases in their real lives. Text to a loved one. Letter to a co-worker. Zoom call meeting even grocery store chit-chat. Just play it by ear and drop it out of the blue. Then email us at podfixnetwork at gmail.com. At the end of the month, five winners will be drawn at random to win. Piece of cake, right? And that cake even has icing. Wait. That's not right. But you know what I mean. You will make new friends by introducing them to a new saying, and more importantly introducing them to the network. The world then will truly be your oyster. Finally, before it slips my mind, and to ensure you don't miss the boat, I want to put a bug in your ear. Subscribe to Podfix Presents today wherever you listen to podcasts, so none of the Napod Pomo episodes fall on deaf ears. That's Podfix Presents, the official podcast of the Podfix Network. Artist owned and loved. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. 